Welcome back to Talk and Supercoach with Streety and Oz. We're on a hat trick. Three days back to back to back pods as we work through our predictions for season 2021. Two days until the footy gets underway. Streety, where is your head at at this point? Man, I'm feeling good. I uh, feel the best I have in a, you know, I reckon. Uh, in a long time, in terms of my starting team, got my got my tickets for the D's game on Saturday really afternoon, nice. uh, which I had to get despite the fact I'm a reserve seat member, which is you know COVID times. Uh, I'm going Friday night as well to to dogs uh, dogs pies because you know I got to watch McRae and Dunkley uh, in the flesh now that I'm now that I'm on the man Caleb Daniel and Grundy and Jordan. Oh, there's a few. Uh, so, <laughs> no, I don't have the bond, uh, but yeah. Okay. So no, excited excited to be going to football again, mate. It's just, yeah, it'd be great. I would have gone Thursday night as well, but I got bloody work dinner, which is annoying. Mm. Uh, so is, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I reckon there's only there's only one position in my team that's a bit uh, up for grabs. Uh, mm. And that's kind of, yeah, I've got Dusty at the moment, but fully aware that I will likely, unless there's more rookie announcement like there has been over the last couple of days of a couple uh, confirmed for round one, I'm going to have to go him down to uh, Taranto uh, or one of the forwards I'm sure we're going to talk about shortly uh, to make sure I've got a bit of coin there for the rookies, which is annoying because if they do get named, I would prefer Dusty, but you know, with these bloody rolling teams um, and because Dusty plays the first game, I'd rather be safe than sorry. And Dusty is my least favorite premium out of all the other ones. So that spot is the one that's up for grabs. Everything else, mate, I'm, I'd completely say now it's all locked in. I, just, I can't believe how confident you have been. I know you, and I know this is not how you operate. No. Um, it also is going to make it brilliant when after round one you score 1,500 and your team is an absolute mess. So yeah, I will be I will be flat. If this doesn't work this year, um, honestly, you can find yourself a new partner for next year. <laughs> That's what the fans have been demanding anyway, so yeah, probably that be too hard. Um, Dusty is a nice transition, mate, because today it's forwards chat and uh, uh, spoilers, they suck, all of them. There's mm-hmm. about five good ones. So um, as we go through today's forward rankings, we're still going to rank the top 10, uh, but by the time we get to the 10th best forward, things could get ugly um, because I'm looking at a couple of mine and uh, I certainly wouldn't be picking them. Um do we want to jump straight into it? Or maybe just before we do, you mentioned Dusty. You have uh, both Dunkley and Dangerfield in your team as well. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Danger, yep. Dunkley, and uh, at the moment, Dusty, but he's just there for us. He'll have to move. So, yeah, got, got those two as my forward primos. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same position at the moment. And honestly, because with Marshall being injured, and mm. I don't want to ruin our rankings, I, I just don't know who else you would pick. So I think most people, in my humble opinion, should be rocking the two or three forward premiums um, and no more because I don't know who you would be going with. Um, do you want to lead us off, mate? Who you got at number one? Shock the world. Give us something. Uh, I'm not going to. Uh, number one's boring. Paddy Dangerfield uh, with a 112 average uh, for the year ahead. Yeah, Paddy Dangerfield with 110 for me. Um, yeah, they've got a lot of good players in the Cats, so I think it might drop away slightly. But Yeah, and there's one of those ones that, you know, if they're smashing a team, Dangerfield will probably rest forward. Uh, yep. So, yeah, I mean, it, it does seem like he's going to play, you know, 80% midfield, which is great. So he could definitely average more than 112. But I do think that, you know, Geelong will be good. So, you know, when they're playing like a my mob and they're 60 goals up at half time, uh, he'll, he'll sit forward. So, yeah, but definitely the highest averaging forward by far for mine. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. I don't have him that far ahead of my number two, but okay, let's see. Who you got at number two? Uh, I got Roland Marshall, mate. 
mm-hmm. with an average of 105. He would have been the lock of all locks, even ahead of Dangerfield, if he was fit and firing for round one. Uh, but, you know, obviously he's not. Uh, but yeah, if he's rock cover, uh, the fact he's young and a gun, uh, and Ryder's got you know a, a few uh, personal issues, I uh, I really like Rowan Marshall. So I've got him at one hundred five though. So a fair drop. That's a seven point drop from from Dangerfield to Marshall. Interesting. Um, so at a number two for me, I had Danger at one hundred ten. My second rank forward, I've got one hundred eight, and that is Josh Dunkley at one hundred eight. I contradicts slightly what I have said about the other Bulldogs. Isn't that, less than, isn't that less than Bond, mate? Uh, it's just less than Bond. Yeah, just less than Bond. I This guy averaged 117 in 2019, and I just don't see why an average of 108, even if he is spending a whole bunch of time as a forward, um, is too low. Even when he was basically playing as an exclusive forward uh, through the 2018 season, he was averaging in the high 90s. So yeah. I think 108 is definitely achievable because he's going to have two games this year where he scores 170, mm. um, and he may well have two games where he scores 50, but I think he's pretty safe bet there, mate. Yep. Now, fair enough, mate. I've got Josh at number three, but I've only got him at 104, uh, okay. which is you're still pretty high. I mean, four points average over the season, yeah, 80 points, massive. so it's not much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, just, I honestly think he's fifth in line for you know, the center bounces, yep. uh, which, you know, when he, when he dominated, he was third uh, and a firm third. So yeah, I just uh, think he'll be really good. Think like you said, he'll have spiker games and there'll be games where a uh, Trelaw doesn't play or a Libba doesn't play uh, or they push you know Jack on the wing because they're winning easy and they give Dunkley some more minutes in the midfield. But I, I do think he's fifth in line, uh, which means, you know, he just, it would be difficult for him to average like he has in the past. So yeah, I've got him still third and he's in my team just based on potential because, you know, he could, He's obviously done it before. I mean, we both started him last year at 650K. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, as a forward for 560 with his potential and, and scoring ability, uh, yeah, absolute lock, but only at 104 for me. My biggest fear for Josh Dunkley is he comes out, averages 110 in the first two games, and Bevo drops him for a reason only Bevo would understand. Like, I, I can definitely see something bizarre like Josh Dunkley averaging, you know, 110 and having a best on ground and then all of a sudden not being in their team and Bevo just, you know, being Bevo. Um, I doubt it will happen, but that, that genuinely is what I have in my head. The thing I don't have is him averaging, you know, 90. I just can't see that happening. So we'll deal with that if it uh, if it arises. I have uh, Rowan Marshall at number three, uh, averaging 107. So I still have him averaging more than you do, actually, per game, despite having him at three and you having him at two. Not much in it. But, uh, yeah, 107, everything you just said. By the time he gets back, he will, uh, he will be an absolute lock and pending fitness. You should be trying to get him in at all costs. Agreed, mate. All right, my number four, last boring one, Dustin Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got him at 101, and uh, yeah, there's really not too much to say, is there? Yeah, pretty boring. I've got him at four, one, averaging 103, so going up slightly just because he's fit as a fiddle, but yeah, boring. Nice. All right, mate. Number five for me uh, is a player that you laughed when I said he'd be a top six forward last year, but uh, <laughs> I've returned to the well, even though I don't know if he came top 30 last year, uh, but I'm going again. Uh, second year lucky, uh, John Degoe, mate. I have him averaging 100, uh, which is the fifth highest averaging forward for mine. Uh, and to be honest, mate, he could average 110. Uh, what is it? Oh, Jordan, uh, Jordan is a midfielder. 
uh, or you know, a 70-30 split is a, a very good player. So, yeah, I think he'll average 100 and uh, I would love to start him, but I'm... Well, he's when I said that dusty spot, he's one of the ones in contention for it. But he does have a significant injury history, and you know how I feel about that. Uh, yeah. So when you said he'd finished top six, he proceeded to average what do you average eighty one? Um, he had one game uh, over eighty nine. It was affected the entire by COVID. season. Uh, no, last year doesn't count. Uh, year before eighty seven. Year before eighty seven. Year before seventy nine. So never gone over eighty seven. Uh, and this is the year that he just goes bananas and averages 100. I like your courage. Good on you. I And uh, you know what? He does sneak into my top 10. I'll let you know that. But okay, yeah. uh, there's a lot of points between what you said and what I think he'll be. Um, I Yeah, sure, he's a gun. You said he's a brilliant footballer. Totally agree. Uh, not a brilliant super coach player, which is what I'm all about. Um, yeah, I'll let you know where I've got him when we get to him. But needless to say, I think that's... Uh, that's ambitious by you for a guy uh, that averaged 81 last year. Yeah, mate, he's, got, he's just got potential, so much potential. And I feel like he's almost a dockety in that, you know, five or six rounds into the season, we're just like, Phew, Jordan at 440, you know, two to play pure midfield uh, and we ignored it. So, yeah, I, I can see that happening with uh, with Jordan. So, yeah, mate, I, I, you know, the forwards are, as you said, they're difficult at the start. There's not a lot there. So, you know, why not, why not throw a few out there? Yeah, yeah. Look, that's cool. My thing with Jordan Dugowie is, and until I see it change, it will stay that way. The guy just doesn't tackle. He doesn't tackle at all. And maybe in scoring, maybe it's Dusty. Yeah, which is exactly why Dusty, as like a champion and a legend and all this sort of stuff, averages a hundred. Um, it, it's the thing that I think puts a cap on these players in terms of scoring potential, and it just has me has me worried. I I just yeah, he could average a hundred. You're right. Like he could get to that, but he would need to play like Dusty for a season to get there because of that lack of tackles. And I think that's just why those type of players just, yeah, give me the heebie-jeebies, mate. So, um, yeah, not for me, but um, you do your thing. Was that – what number was that? Number five. Five. Uh, So it's pretty grim in the forwards. um, And despite his injury, I still actually have steel side bottom as my number five. Um, I've got him averaging 97, so down 12 points on last year. Just with his age, uh, lack of certainty about role, players like to go getting more midfield time and just doesn't interest me really at all. Yeah, mate. I've uh, I've also got Steele at number six, ninety seven as well. So there you go. I think that's oh, the wow. first time we've actually agreed on an average, despite agreeing on hmm. a lot of players. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really, I don't really like the pick. I was going to have him lower than ninety seven, but I was like, well, he should do okay. Uh, and he's yeah. only thirty, I think. He's not nearly as old as I thought he was. So he's an old looking thirty year old, isn't he? Yeah, I feel like he's been around forever as well, mm. like longer than Dangerfield and players like that. But I know we're thirty one, thirty two. So uh, there you go. But uh, yeah, I've got him ninety seven as the uh, number six. Sixth highest averaging forward. My sixth highest averaging forward is a guy that I know I'll regret putting as my sixth highest averaging forward. Why? Because every year we say this could be the year that Isaac Heaney breaks out and every year he repeats to start forward, average 90-odd and get injured. So I've got him there. I've got him averaging 96, more out of hope than anything. Um I love watching him play. Um, and if he does get even sort of a 60% forward, 40% midfield split, I think there's a chance for him to to score that well. And because Sydney are such a young team, as I've touched on in a few other lines, uh, line shows we've done, I do think some of these senior players are just going to have to suck up points. So I've got him at 96 as my sixth ranked player. Fair enough, mate. 
uh, I will keep going to find out if he's in mine or not. Ooh. Oh, look at this uh, change, in, change in strategy game last good. show. But anyway. Uh, all right, mate. Uh, my number seven. Seven? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seven. Uh, Zach Butters for Port Adelaide. I wanted this guy in draft really badly and uh, someone else must have you know, read my notes or heard me whispering about him and picked him ahead of me. Uh, but yeah, this uh, he could easily, I reckon he could be top three or four forwards by the end of the year. Uh, he's a very good player, plays for a very good side and uh, seems to be you know getting a bit more time in the midfield uh, and rightfully so because, you know, they've got a bunch of old blokes in there. Uh, guns, but old blokes. So yeah, I think for someone who averaged 95 or something last year, it wouldn't surprise me if he takes that next step. I've only got him at 96, so minimal step, but uh, I think you could definitely do more than that as well. So wouldn't start him once again. I don't think it's worth the risk, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's in our sides by the end of the year. Yeah, I totally agree, mate. I have got two people equal equal at my seven and eight spot, one of whom is Zach Butters, and I've got him at 95. I think the only reason he's not higher is because of all those old blokes that you ref- you referenced. Like Port tend to do it by committee, uh, having a lot of good players and a lot of players going through the midfield. Rosie being out, I think he could actually be a bit of a quick starter. Um, and that will open up some opportunity for him. And I think you're right, mate. I wouldn't be I would be uh, surprised if he's not in our teams yeah. come the end of the year because I think another six months of growth, Port Adelaide sitting top of the table, um, or at least up there anyway. Yeah, I, I like it. So I have him equal seventh, but for the purposes of this, let's say we both have him at seven. Yeah, like it, mate. And yeah, like Port, I reckon they are probably my flag favourites uh, yeah. for mine. Uh, yep. So yeah, I think uh, yeah that always helps when you beating beating sides pretty easily. Uh, all right, mate. Next on my list is Dane Zorko. So I think with uh, with Rainer's injury, he's probably gone up a couple in average just because you know those midfield minutes that Rainer was going to get would make sense to go back to to Zorko. Uh, yeah, especially when games are on the line and all that type of things, big games. So, yeah, I've got him at 95, uh, which is you know, solid, uh, you know, a little bit less than last year. But, yeah, I think that I had him at low 90s, but upped him to 95 after the Rainer, uh, Rainer injury. Uh, you, that is literally my script. I, I kid you not, he was out of my top 10. Out of my top 10, nowhere to be seen. Rainer got injured and I thought, well, he's going to spend more time in there. And I've moved him up to 95. He was the guy I had tied with Zach Butters. So he's hey, my number start, eight. You got to stop reading my notes. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, mate. Sure. I'm going first from now on. Although now my next two are going to be different. So I actually don't want to. But yeah, uh, all the things you just said. Zorko, he's getting old. He's quite old, mm. but he's also he's uh, those smaller bodies and he just racks up points uh, yeah. in a team. Probably the other team. Those two and uh, Geelong would be my my early trio. Uh, I mean, um, Brisbane Geelong. I'd never pick. I'd never pick him. Uh, even though I have a rule about don't be stubborn. I started him as a midfield premium three years ago, and he got me twenty seven in round one against the Saints. <laughs> one the great moments. Uh, <laughs> the great moments. So never, ever, ever, ever again. Uh, no matter where he plays. But yeah, I do think that for others, sure, why not. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you go. You go, mate, because my number nine, uh, spoilers, is Jordan Degoe, uh that you've already pumped up. And let's just whip through it nice and quickly. I've got him averaging 93. So still jumping up and showing a bit and having his best year ever, but uh, not becoming Dustin Martin as you think he will. Yeah, fair enough, mate. I mean, even 93 is not a bad shout at his price point. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I think you only had... Would you have side bottom as your number five, averaging four more? So, yeah, yeah wouldn't if, start any of them. If you can do that, it's still call cool to win. But, uh, but my number nine, uh, Jai Colball. Even though 
Oh, even though he's out, even though he's out of my team, uh, I'm I'm sticking with the average I gave him uh, at the start of the year. So yeah, I've got I've got Jai number nine with an average of ninety four. Uh, we plan on doing tomorrow a quick bets show um, where we you know challenge each other on a few of our thoughts and maybe a few over and under lines and that sort of thing. And I think this is the easiest money I'm ever going to make. We might have to make it a non-financial bet on account of I can't bankrupt you that easily. Um, cool. All right. Sure. Disagree. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine. What do you um, What do you have in that, Matt? What do I have? Uh, Jai caught. I have him at uh, eighty five. So eighty five on the year. Yeah, take a few risks, mate. Your top, your top, uh, top line's been boring so far. I'm trying to give the people accurate insights. It's not about risks, mate. People want to know. Yeah, but you could do um, this with the forward line because uh, you know you're. Uh, it's just all about the, a few of these ones are almost gut feels, gut picks. Yeah. Which is why we said there's really only three players in the forward mm. line you should even consider starting because yep. all of these guys, Let if they do play go out. up, yep. yeah, just pick them. Just pick them then. It's fine. Um, my so essentially you'll be picking you'll be picking Jordan and probably Jai uh, later on. Season. According to you, yes, I will, uh, and I'll I'll just do that, and it will be fine yep. because you'll have to do it too because you're not starting them, so it's fine. <laughs> um, number ten for me is uh, Jack Higgins, a little oh. saint. Gross. I got a little saint. No, he, uh, yeah, I know. Just I'll, I'll explain <laughs> the logic behind it, mate. Massive ball winner as a young man looked really good in the preseason game, and he's going to get far more uh, midfield exposure, sort of fifty-fifty at the St Kilda Football Club. Historically, Jack Steele has just got all the midfield points, and so I think there's plenty up for grabs. He also, um, in seasons where he's basically played as a lockdown forward pocket, has averaged in the low eighties. Tackles hard. I don't see why adding another 10 points to his average and jumping up to what I have, which is 92, is unachievable. So I got Higgins. Fair enough, mate. Look, I, I don't mind it. Uh, I've What have I got him at? Don't uh, lie to me, mate. Don't lie straight no, to my face. No, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> there it is. There um, it is. That's what I wanted. Noted it down for one of my bets tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. There's, there's quite a few Saints players as well. Uh, you know, in that midfield, half forward. I mean, it's pretty much the old team. Uh, they're all called Jack. So there's just a lot of points to go around there as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, don't know. I just can't see him going that high. And I don't, I don't necessarily even think he's got like a permanent role or anything in your side either. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, all right, my number 10. I wanted to put Jeremy Cameron here. Uh <laughs> I also contemplated Joe Danaher because I put money on him for the Coleman. I like that oh. bet a lot. Uh, you know, if you've got a sneaky, sneaky 20 to put down. Uh, but, mate, I've got uh, Connor Rosie as my number 10. Uh, he would actually be a lot higher if he didn't have this damn foot injury. Uh, and he'd be my side because he's like 360K. Uh, so yeah, quite unfortunate that he's um, well. He's obviously missing the start of the season, but he's got a lingering foot injury. So I still think he'll go ninety-three, uh, just because he'll play enough games and sort of you know get your twenty touches, couple of goals each game. Uh, Port are going to be really good, like we've spoken about. He is an absolute gun, uh, and yeah, it's honestly a shame I can't pick him in my my starting side. Yeah, right. I would have mentioned earlier, I wouldn't be brave enough to do it. I have him averaging 89, so growing and becoming, you know, a pretty decent player, but definitely don't have him in my in my uh, top 10. I just think there are too many poor players and anyone with a dodgy foot having surgery, I just worry about how fit they'll be when they do come back. But each to their own, mate. Um, well, I mean, the first obvious thing we should address uh, 
Tom Hawkins. <laughs> averaged 106 last year and I honestly say to you every year I reckon uh, Tom Hawkins is one of the most underrated footballers of the last 15 20 years and uh, we've both underrated him again <laughs> I just like I you know what I just dropped him out because I didn't want him I just didn't want to pick him he'll finish in the top 10 forwards mate like it, mm. it, let's be realistic yeah can't it, stand the cats so I took him yeah. out yeah, and I, I mean, Cameron's there and all that sort of stuff, but he gets so many goal assists anyway. Like, yeah, so look, we're pretty upfront about that one. Walters dropping out, nowhere to be seen uh, for pure, me, pure definitely. Forward. Yep. Yeah, he's down in the mid-80s for me, so uh, not interested. Any others that you're surprised to not see in there, mate? Uh, not really. Uh, Tom Phillips is probably the other one that I've actually warned like to a little bit, uh, yeah, quite like a bit, it. actually. He's in contention for that spot that I spoke about, even though I didn't have him. Well, I mean, if I pick him, I'll increase his average so it looks better. But uh, he, he's, he's one that he, he's, he's gaining a lot of traction. I think he's up to like 30% of teams. He's only 400K in Supercoach. Uh, he has averaged 90 in the past, uh, 95 dream team, um, but you know, had a poor ratio. And yeah, if he can have like a 50-50 split of inside-outside, play for Hawks once again, where there's you know minimal other players taking points, uh, I don't mind it at all. So yeah, he could easily go sort of 95 as well, which would put him you know, a top six forward. So yeah, he's one that is making a last minute uh, attempt at making it into my starting team. Yeah, I'd go as far to say as if he was 60K cheaper, he'd almost be a lock. Mm. Um, it's just 400 is he, – he has to be a premium yeah, at does. that price, yep. uh, which is what's scaring people off. And I, I agree with you. There's so many young kids talking about three debutants for for the Hawks. Like there's, yeah. there's going to be – Phillips is only 24 as well. Like I honestly yeah. thought he was like 28. Uh, you know, if you had have asked me. So, yeah, he's a lot younger than I thought, which means, you know, he, I mean, he hasn't his prime yet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and clearly dominating, like absolutely dominated the uh, Amy Cup game, absolutely dominated the Prackey game before that. You know, it's annoying that Titch and Jaeger haven't really been there. So mm-hmm. not sure what his, you know, inside, min- inside minutes midfield split will be. But, yeah, he's definitely the one that we haven't mentioned uh, that I could see being, you know, top 10, top six even. Yeah. No, I like that. Uh, again, not brave enough to pick him, um, but I, you could. He is his variability in terms of what he could score is is certainly yes. so. Yep. Take a take a punt. Um, two others for me that were random ones that were close, just on the edge. One was Shy Bolton. Um, really grew into his midfield yeah. role last year. And the only reason I'm not picking him is just because Richmond share the wealth as much as they do. So mm-hmm. um, wouldn't do it, but he was on the edge. That goes to show where the forwards are at. Yeah. Um, Seems like a bit of a want- job. And I also, I also would, um, I'd say as well that he, uh, he's been given extended periods of time in the midfield. And hasn't, uh, that hasn't resulted in good scores for him. So yeah, he's just one that, yeah, I, I doesn't interest me. Fair enough. Um, and the one that I think will essentially ruin Jai Caldwell is Kyle Langford. I think he has been playing a hell of a lot more midfield. He's also a huge body. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised if he gets up into the low 90s as well. Um, I've got him averaging 90 actually uh, on the year. Wouldn't pick him, of course. Be a ridiculous thing to do. But, um, yeah, another one just to keep your eye on. If he comes out and plays pure midfield and averages 100 through the first few rounds, which whilst unlikely is possible. Yep. I I don't really know enough about him to even okay. have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that is honesty uh, that I didn't think you had in you, mate. And now, I'm proud I, of you. I could have just said, you know, don't like it, which I mean, I don't. 
for the simple fact that I don't know anything about don't it. Know. But yeah, okay. yeah, I just, right. uh, yeah, I don't know, man. So there you go. I, I like it. Bit of a smoky. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The, my uh, my eventual top ten of forwards, and this again, we reiterate, reiterate, is based on uh, average over the course of the year, not who he would start. Because uh, yeah, there's a few injured blokes in there. But anyway, Dangerfield number one, Josh Dunkley for me at number two, Rowan Marshall at number three. Once he gets himself going, Dusty at four, side bottom at five, Heaney at six, Zorko slash Butters seven and eight. However you want it, Jordan Degoe at nine, and Jack Higgins at Number 10, Street. Yeah, nice, mate. Uh, I've got a very similar top and then, yeah, a few few differences down the bottom there. I don't have Heaney in mine, which I think was a bit oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. I, picked it, I missed uh, that. So, yeah, he just missed. Um, do you, what do you have him averaging? Uh, 93. Okay. So, so like I mean, he's right actually, on the edge. He's actually equal 10th, but I wanted to say Connex. It was different. Uh, all right, mate. We've got, uh, I've got Dangerfield. Uh, followed by Marshall and Dunkley, who are the top three, clear top three, in my opinion. Uh, then you've got Dusty, Dusty, which makes it a clear top four. Uh, and then I've got Jordan, Steele, Zach Butters, Zorko, Jai Caldwell, and Connor Rosie, uh, who uh, yeah completes that uh, that top 10 averaging forwards for the year. So there you go. The forward line is uh, is a bit of a mess because you know, there's some players there that could very well not even make the top 30 for both our Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly it. Like we've been saying all preseason, really, there's only four premiums in the forward line. You'd even consider one of them's got a bung foot and so you wouldn't consider him. And uh, that was proven on account of us putting players like uh, Jack Higgins in our top 10s. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Mate, it's almost time. We might squeeze in one more show tomorrow where uh, I go head-to-head with Higgins against Caldwell and many other bets that I'm sure we will uh, lay down on the line. Um, and then it will be uh, underway. We'll get started with footy. Mm. That, that is strange. That is I just, strange. That is strange. It, uh, yeah, it's exciting. I, it, does, it does feel like round one. Uh, yeah. and it's been yeah, long enough. Yeah, I went, to, I went to a storm game the other night uh, and it was just nice to be walking back down Swan Street and, you know, uh, seeing all the pubs full and grabbing a beer and going to the footy. So very excited to do that Friday night when I watch uh, McRae, Daniel, Dunkley, Grundy and maybe Jordan light it up. Uh, and then obviously Saleavo as well when I watch the D's get smashed by Frio and Simon Goodwin potentially be the first ever coach sacks at round one. So man, I'm excited. <laughs> And hopefully there's a good hopefully there's a good super coach score in there too. Uh, you don't even need to go to the footy. You already know what's gonna happen. Thank you everybody for listening. Hopefully you got something out of that. We'll be in your ears again tomorrow.